Welcome to the Expo North podcast. My name's Tim Wright. Thanks for joining us. Today we're speaking to Sarah Burns, a Scottish-based landscape artist and photographer who makes use of the membership and patronage models that so many creatives are now looking to as a method of supporting their creative work. Just immediately fell in love with that idea and I can stream that process and share it with other people and kind of grow a community. Instead of being so isolated in my own like studio space, I have been growing it and growing it. This is the closest thing I have to a paycheck. (laughs) We spoke to Sarah at her home and this is what she had to tell us about her experience of using Patreon for almost five years. Well, it's great to be speaking to you, Sarah. Sarah Burns, you're a landscape artist. Is that the way I describe you? Uh, that's, to the world? Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, t- tell tell us a bit more about the the work that you do, Sarah, and uh, as a landscape artist. Well, I have been an artist for about five years, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, I mean, technically, I've been an artist my whole life, but I've been doing it full time for five years. Okay. And uh, I have always been in love with hiking and camping. And so I think the landscape and the nature aspect just felt really natural to me. So that's why I tend to paint landscapes uh, rather than portraits or other subject matter. Okay. Um, and what do, you, what do you tend to work in? Uh <laughs> Everything, but mainly watercolor and oil paint right now um, okay. and kind of uh, dabbling in mixed media here and there. Uh, and I and I've done acrylic and digital painting. I've done everything and I kind of enjoy having a variety. Uh, but I would definitely say my favorite is watercolor, okay. which is also the most challenging. <laughs> Fantastic. But you're, you're and being based in Scotland, you have an awful lot of great landscape to choose from. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, within a few minutes outside my door, I have just beautiful views and we like to go on day trips into the highlands and especially the West Coast. And I get a ton of inspiration from those trips. So it's it's pretty amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> I feel like I hit the jackpot being here. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, so the, 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 the reason that I'm having a chat with you, as you know, is that, that we're, we're doing a series of pieces about what we refer to as the patronage model or the membership model and how this is starting to become a, a much more uh, common thing within the, the creative sector. Now, you've been doing this for some time now and and we wanted to talk to you about you know your, your experience of that. So let, let's just kick off with. What made you think about um, taking the step into the patronage model? What, what were the, the key things that you uh, thought, this is a great idea? Did you just stumble across it? Did you make a you know, planned uh, um, approach to it? Or how did you get there? Um, well, I can give you a little background about how it all unfolded. Um, back in 2015, I was... Uh, working at my pre- in my previous career, which was interior design, and I also had my own photography business, okay. and just working like sixty hour weeks at least. Um, and I always had this passion for drawing and kind of interested in painting, but I didn't know how to paint back then. Um, so one day I learned about this website called Twitch, which basically people stream themselves playing video games mm-hmm. at that time. At least that's all it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. So I went on and I actually saw an artist painting on there and I was like, oh, wow, you can watch an artist do live painting um, and started chatting with her. And 
I just immediately fell in love with that idea. And I thought, well, why don't I just use my free time, which was pretty limited back then, Mm -hmm. um, to teach myself how to paint. And I can stream that process and share it with other people and kind of grow a community, be part of a community. Um, and, and instead of being so isolated in my own like studio space. Yeah. Um, so through Twitch, I was streaming uh, myself painting and learning how to do it as I went, which was pretty vulnerable. But I quickly found like a small group of people who were in the same boat or at least just loved art and talking about it. Um, but as I <laughs> began to do that more and more, I realized how expensive it is because you have to buy canvases and paint and just everything, let alone like streaming equipment and, and all of that. So I I was thinking, like, how can I help support this new endeavor um, instead of taking away from um, instead of like going to get another part time job or something like that. And mm-hmm. I someone mentioned Patreon back or you call it Patreon. So back then it was, I think it was only like one or two years old. And so hardly anyone was really talking about it, but I just kind of stumbled across it and made an account. And, you know, in my first month, I think I only made like $40 or something like that. Um, but it was enough to like go buy some supplies. And so it kind of started snowballing from there. And the, the streaming thing and the Patreon thing has been just hand in hand over the last five years. And um, so it, five years, that's that's quite a while. I mean, in the yeah. grand scheme of people using this model, you've been in it for, for quite a long time. Yeah. And I've literally just been figuring it out as I go. I am definitely not an expert on any of it, but um, I think that's kind of what we do as creatives anyway. We kind of blaze our own trail and just do what works. Uh, yeah. and, and I mean, luckily now, if you're like just getting into art and or, or any kind of creative endeavor. There's so much information online. Um, yeah. you can learn about these things almost instantly and watch tutorials and everything about how to use them. So, uh, I think that's, that's pretty amazing these days, what you have access to. I, I, I agree with you entirely, but the, the, the idea of kind of learning as you go, were there any painful learnings or, or has it largely been a positive, uh, experience? Um, I mean, I think, yeah, there's some, some growing pains along the way, um, whether it's, you know, because you're online, you're ex- you're exposing yourself to like the world, <laughs> the Internet. Uh, you can get like trolls here and there, but yeah. it's pretty easy to, you know, moderate that and, and eliminate those those problems. Um, and you just kind of have to get a thick skin, I guess, because <laughs> you are um, you're sharing your whole process from start to finish, which oftentimes includes a lot of failures. But that's how we learn as creatives. So. Um, you also find people who who know that and love that you're sharing it. So you you kind of gr- grow these deep bonds with other artists around the world and you support each other and encourage each other. Um, so it kind of outweighs the bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think it far outweighs it. And in terms of finding people to to join you on mm-hmm. Patreon, you know, how, how easy was that to, to, to start building that, <laughs> well, that group? I think because I was doing it alongside my streaming and each month I would stream, I would get a few more people watching and they would, you know, start to get interested in my artwork and want to support me in some way. Um, so like it kind of was like this trickle effect. And over the first couple of years on uh, Patreon, I think uh, I only like the max was about 200. Um, I was making a month. And to me, that was just like amazing because yeah. I, I was just starting out and kind of figuring it out as I went. Um, and with 
as you know, with Patreon, you can send out monthly rewards. So I started offering, you know, my artwork or prints or all sorts of different things. And uh, I think that the fact that you're giving back, you're not just asking for money, but that it's kind of like an exchange, I think is really appealing to people. Yeah. Um, it was really difficult to explain what it was, like what is streaming, what is Patreon. Um, so it kind of, you kind of like are in this little bubble and you're trying to make other people aware of what you're doing and grow your support network. Um, and it, it's, it was tricky back then, but I think nowadays it's a little bit easier with more people knowing about it or, you know, YouTube and all these other things that you can put your work out onto and kind of draw people in. So, so in effect, initially you were carrying on with that kind of um, giving that you were doing in the past in terms of the streaming activities and saying, if you like this, how about, you know, backing me on Patreon? And yeah. then you stepped into this this um, more consistent rewarding model where you offer things out in return for different um, types of membership. Is that, is that a right. fair summary? Yeah, and it has changed over the years. Um, when I first started, I was offering more like digital rewards mm-hmm. and prints. Um, and then I started sending more and more prints out and um it became more of like physical rewards. And okay. I think that that was drawing people in. And then lately I've been kind of going back to like an even balance of digital rewards and physical rewards. So for the last at least three years, every single month I send out handmade postcards to a certain tier of, of my supporters okay. um, or stickers or something like that. So it's a lot of work to do that every single month, yeah. having to paint like 20 handmade postcards that are all in, all unique and send it out to every all over the world. Um, so it's not like it's just, oh, I'm putting my stuff out there and I get money and that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that is definitely you have to really consider how much time you have and how much effort you want to put into it. Yeah, because it's a kind of you get to a point where it's it's a it's an exchange, isn't it? You you mm-hmm. you have a responsibility to to keep um, um, responding to what your commitments are, and it can can be quite an amount. And you do you do some interesting things. I mean, you do paint alongs and these types of things. Give us a sense of the, the variety of stuff that you actually do. Yeah, so I think paint my paint alongs are are probably the biggest um, way I can advertise my Patreon okay. without being too like salesman-y <laughs> because it's more like, hey, guys, every single month we do a painting day together where I show you how to paint something from start to finish and you paint along with me and then we all show each other our results and kind of celebrate it. So it's like a really fun group activity and people just get excited about that kind of thing. Um, so it's easy for me to share it and talk about it and it's um, in order to get access to all the previous videos, which now there's over like 40 something, um, you pay five, the five dollar tier. And so you yeah. get access to like, you know, dozens of videos and uh, plus everything else on my Patreon. So that part is so easy to talk about and spread the word about. So I get I think that's my biggest growing tier is the five dollar one, okay. um, which for me is not. I mean, it's it's like I did the work and I have the recording and I can just upload it. So it's not like I'm constantly having to work to supply people with something for that reward. Um, so there are ways you can you can make it a little easier on yourself. Yeah. Um, but I do like the, the paint alongs and then I have, I recently started doing a little artist podcast where I interview other artists, um, which people seem to like. And I do a monthly newsletter, which is like stuff that's going on and any upcoming projects. 
Um, and then, uh, then you get to the bigger tiers, which are, I send out monthly stickers, yeah. which are, you know, I make each month, new ones each month. And then, um, the handmade postcards. So those are the two bigger ones. Um, and I also have an investment tier, which is like people who just really want to support me. And then once a year, I send them a painting, like an oil painting. So it's a bigger deal. <laughs> so for the uninitiated, within a lot of these patronage models, you can have these tiers of different, different levels of backing you yeah um and and so how many tiers have you currently got uh i think i have six um yeah it's it's kind of but i do change it every year or two i'll like kind of revamp it based on what's working and what isn't working and i think that's a really important thing to point out because when you first start you might just you really don't know what people want and yeah. you kind of have to adjust things as you go otherwise it's just kind of stop <laughs> yeah and do you in terms of of doing that sort of analysis is it just a gut feel or have you got analytics that the patreon platform mm. gives you or? yeah you do you do have some analytics you can see you know where are your where's your biggest support um and you can, you know, if you use like, I'm not super tech savvy, but I know you can track like where people are coming from to uh-huh. come to your Patreon and stuff like that. So you can get really in depth with it if you want to. But for me, it's like the numbers speak for themselves. So I can see like which tier has the most backers and yeah. um, based on like comments over the years. And I, I try to send out surveys once in a while, like, hey, guys, what do you what do you want to see? What do you like? What what don't you like? <laughs> Um, Because, you know, you really don't want to waste your limited amount of time or energy on something that maybe only one person out of 100 cares about. Yeah. So, yeah, you're constantly kind of like assessing how it's going. And are you are you seeing a a, a continuing upward trend in the number of people that are backing or is it churn and, you know, some Mm -hmm. leave, some stay and Um, it's got to a fairly stable yeah, well, it definitely fluctuates okay. and it's all based on how much effort I put in every single month. Um, mm. And it is sort of a snowball effect. Like if you do a lot of work one month, you start to see the benefits one or two months down the road. So if I have suddenly a crazy time of my life, like recently I just moved and I was barely online for almost a month. That really affected things. So I saw like some of the numbers start to drop, but then I started getting back into it and like posting a lot and, you know, talking to patrons and just really getting back into it. And that started going back up. So it is de- I can definitely see a direct correlation with how much work I put in. Yeah. Now, you've spoken about the fact that it is something that if you're going to commit to does take time and effort um, and, you know, you have to be prepared to do that. So that, that, I suppose, is is I don't know whether you'd call it a downside, but it's it's a reality of it. Yeah. Are are there other downsides and and what are the upsides that go with this? What's made you stick with it and and. uh, I think it's nearly your fifth anniversary on uh, Patreon now. So. Yeah, I just had my five-year anniversary. <laughs> so I obviously have been, you know, using it for a long time. And um, when I look back and in retrospect, it's easy to, like, pinpoint things. But as I'm going through it, I'm like, oh, let's just try this and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think one of, like I kind of mentioned this earlier, but one of the maybe downsides is that if you do suddenly cha- have a big life change of some kind, um, you just have to know that it's going to affect your support. And yeah. it's not like people are doing it. Me, they're not me. And they're not like, oh, you're not around. Goodbye. But it's more like, you know, they have a limited amount they can spend each month and they want to support people who are 
um, putting stuff out there and really active. So I totally get that. So, you know, there have been times in my life when I have barely been able to put any time to it. For instance, I moved from the United States to Scotland and it disrupted my life for several months. Um, and so my, my support dropped like a lot during that time, but there still were people that stuck around and that was just amazing. Um, and so now that I'm kind of more stable, I have been growing it and growing it and it's been an upward trend. Luckily, yeah, I think just the fact that it's like this small pool of money off to the side, even yeah. if I don't put a ton of effort into it one month because there's a lot going on, it's kind of always nice to know it's it's there just, you know, at least to cover utilities or bill some bills or something like that. Um I mean, and I've seen artists make thousands of dollars every single month on Patreon. It just depends on your model and maybe how many followers you have uh, off, you know, on different social media outlets, which that is another thing there. Patreon itself doesn't really like um, advertise for you. So you have to bring in all of your own people, all of your own supporters. So if you if you have a pretty small following elsewhere, it might be a very slow um it might grow slowly, but maybe it, that's better because it's more sustainable. It's more organic. It's not um, so volatile when you <laughs> are relying on someone else to do everything for you. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you that that I guess you could see that as maybe a downside. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. still, like even if you only had a, a fifty to a hundred dollars a month, that can help cover a lot of supplies or a lot of things. And that's that's certainly true for for a lot of creatives, I guess. That that uh, you know that the the actual income stream as a as a, a creative in in many genres can be very bumpy. And, yeah. Uh, this is the closest thing I have to a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think for for a lot of uh, a lot of creatives that is quite an attractive aspect to it. But yeah. you're making you know the the very valid and important point that you know to achieve that takes effort. And there is a commitment that is required to to go yeah. with it. And you have to discipline yourself to do that. Yeah. And it is you do have to try to avoid burnout, too. I think that's a pretty big thing. Just knowing that every single month you have to do certain things and, it, you know, depending on what you offer, it could be a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thinking, oh, I, I can't ever take a break, <laughs> really, um, without affecting it. That that can kind of weigh down on you. So, um I know that Patreon uh, supplies like some help with trying to avoid burnout or like little ways you can improve your your following and stuff like that, especially in the last year and a year and a half. I've noticed they've really stepped up their support. Um, I think they got an investor or something and they've been, you know, growing their team. Uh, But that's kind of nice to know that they're there. And, you know, if you reached out to them, I'm sure they'd get back to you with some um, they do post a blog once in a while that tells you like what some of the other successful creators are doing. And I've read a few of those. They're pretty interesting. A lot of the bigger ones are, are musicians and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, I mean, as a platform, you found it pretty straightforward to work with and gives you the sort of things that you want. Um, Yeah. Like I said, I'm not super tech savvy. It, it takes me a while to figure things out, but you know, over five years, you can, you can basically figure it out. Absolutely. Um, and so I think they're slowly improving their back end. So the design of it and everything and how it works. So that's nice seeing them, yeah. and seeing them work on that. Um, and I think the biggest hurdle is just trying to get people to even understand what it is like, Oh, you want me to go to this website and, and give you money? Wait, well, 
what? <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's, I always try to, I kind of explain it to people like it's like Netflix, but for art lovers. Ah, <laughs> so you, like you pay yeah. a certain amount each month and you get something in return. Um, it's, yeah. it is kind of hard to explain it to, to people who have never heard of it, but you know, it's getting more popular and, and there's other models similar to Patreon out there or. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite a crowded field, but as is often the way with these things, you find one or two big players become the uh, the the ones that are most talked about. But if if you were thinking about offering some advice to uh, another creative that was considering this, what do you what would you say were the key things to consider? I would first look at what do you already do, like. Um your monthly routine, whatever it is, is it music or author or, or art? Um, what are some things that you already do that you think other people might find value in? I think that's probably the easiest way to start. So you're not automatically like putting a ton on your plate and it's something that comes more natural to you. Like if you already really make one song a month or if you already paint one or two things each month, you can give people early access to them. People kind of love that exclusivity. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like so many different things you can do. Or if you love writing and you want to write a newsletter every month that tells people like more behind the scenes kind of stuff about what you do. Uh I offer reference photos and I'm, since I'm a photographer, I am always taking photos. It's a really fun and easy way for me to just offer one more little thing to my patrons. Okay. So a monthly photo pack that has five new photos in it and they can use it for reference in their art. So it doesn't add that much work to my, to my plate, but, um, it's, it definitely goes along with what, what some of the other things I, like some of the things I offer already that people are attracted to. Yeah. So. I don't, I think that's probably the biggest thing. If you're just starting, just try to take it a little slow and, and slowly add things instead of adding a ton of stuff all at once without knowing what's going to work or yeah. what isn't. Because you can always change your rewards. You can always add more, uh, but it's harder to take them away if people are already supporting you. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've had to do that a few times and it's like, I, I prepare people months in advance, like, Hey guys, in two months, this is going to go away. So make sure you change your <laughs> tier or, but it's, yeah. it's hard to communicate that. As you've got all of this five years worth of experience in, and so where do you think you're going to take this? What, what are the next steps for you? Is it just growing it or are you exploring other opportunities that emerge from it? It's kind of both. I want to keep growing it because it is just really nice to have more than, I mean, the money is great, but the community that I now have on um, Patreon is just so friendly and welcoming and encouraging and, I love that aspect of it. So I really want to keep growing that. And, you know, one of my my personal goals is to start teaching live painting workshops. So okay. I want to somehow incorporate it, like maybe record parts of those and offer them to my patrons because not everyone can come to Scotland and go to a live class. <laughs> so I, I kind of see things like that happening in the future. Um, and, I, you know, I, I know there's so much room to grow and who knows what patron is going to add in the future to their platform and might yeah. there might be new things coming out so uh yeah i just want to keep going with that and see where it takes me brilliant and in terms of the the, the, the you speak about this community very passionately which is, which is mm. true so, so you have a, a, a relationship outside of just those uh those kind of if you will paid for pieces what's typical of the the people that are uh, or, or is there a typical of the people that are in your community? Are they from a, a particular place or? 
if I can explain it a little bit more, it'll make more sense. So uh, through my streaming, I have a lot of people who watch me stream and those people are the easiest ones to explain Patreon to. So a lot of my almost all of my patrons have come from my streaming Okay. Uh, community. So it's artists, it's people who love watching art, it's people who just want something in the background while they're working, um, but they kind of get to know you over time and you become friends. So uh, it's it's a very um, v- varied community. Um, and the people who support me on Patreon, uh, I think, are the ones that are more into learning about art, because I kind of gear it more towards like education. Mm-hmm. Um, and from based on like the postcards that I send out each month, half of the people are from spread out spread out over Europe and the other half are in North America. Uh, maybe I think there's one in Japan. So it's pretty a wide variety in terms of location. And I know some of them are teachers. Some of them are um, musicians. Some of them are just tech people. Like there's so many different types out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the, I added a new tier, a new reward, um, a while ago called, I don't, do you know what Discord is? Uh, no, explain it, that to me. It's a chat service. So, okay. uh, basically it's like its, its own little app that opens up and you can have a server. So I have my own art server and within that there's all these different chat rooms. So people can talk about art. They can share their art. They can get feedback. You can talk about tech and, uh, if you're having problems. And since people, some of the people in my community are more tech savvy, they like to help people. So, uh, there's a, a spot to post photos of your animals, you know, your pets. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, you know, just a regular old chat. And I think it's been really big in the musician or in the music community and the gaming community. But, um, you know, I use mine for my art community. So, yeah. uh, yeah, that is the way that we talk to each other almost every day. And, you know, we kind of catch up with each other and everyone posts what they're working on. And that's kind of what I meant by the community. Um, like we, it's instead of just you know them commenting on my stuff on patreon we're actually talking a lot and um i've actually met a lot of some a lot of my really close friends and stuff through there and people some of them have came to my wedding and okay. yeah it's 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 amazing <laughs> over the last few years what what it's turned into fantastic that's that's really fascinating and interesting and i'd love to talk to you more about this and i hope we get the opportunity to do that but in the meantime if anybody wants to find out more about your work and who knows uh, get into the paint alongs and and become patreons where where uh, where can we find more about what you do uh, my website is sarahburnstudio.com and my patreon is just patreon.com slash sarahburnstudio so pretty easy. Even I can do that. Yeah. So, Thank so. you so much for inviting me to talk to you about this. Great to speak to you. We're very pleased that you are prepared to share your experience because uh, it's uh, it's you are um, an expert. Uh, oh, I this, am. <laughs> you know, have, having done this for five years, you are undoubtedly and uh, unquestionably an expert in it. So we appreciate you sharing your insight. <laughs> Thank you. Our thanks then to Sarah for speaking to us and sharing her experience of using Patreon for the last five years. This podcast is one of a series of curated pieces which continue the debate and topics of interest from Expo North throughout the year. 
the Expo North Conference and Showcase takes place over two vibrant days and nights in the highland capital of Inverness, and it's the only festival of its kind in Scotland covering craft, fashion and textiles, writing and publishing, screen and broadcast, digital and technology and music. Thanks for listening in. Look out for our next Expo North podcast. If you've got any comments, then let us know. We'd love to hear it. And if you want to find out more about Expo North, just go to exponorth.co.uk. Thanks a lot. See you next time.